This is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. To begin with, we thank the many of you who took the time this week to participate in MISNY's Advocacy Virtual Town Hall meeting and who called the governor's office urging that she veto the well-intentioned but potentially disastrous bill that would expand the types of damages that are awardable in wrongful death actions, and with it, prompt an untenable increase in medical liability claim and insurance costs. The governor has until January 30th to take action on this bill, so please keep up your letters, your phone calls, and your tweets. Most of all, Please make sure your colleagues that you see in the hospital or in your practice have also taken these steps. Your grassroots contacts and your op-eds, in conjunction with similar efforts taken by our allies on this issue, have gotten this problematic legislation to a point where it's not necessarily a slam dunk that the governor will sign this bill into law, despite trial lawyers' efforts to manipulate public opinion. We are at a critical stage of the governor's consideration, so please keep up your efforts. The public must understand how this legislation could exacerbate the many existing health care shortages we now face across the state. The MISNY Town Hall program also focused on a number of recent legislative wins and new services that MISNY has helped to provide for its members to address your challenges in delivering patient care. These include recently enacted laws to increase payment for telehealth-delivered services, increases in Medicaid fees, and to make sure patient deductibles can be met earlier in the year by prohibiting health insurers from preventing patients from applying the value of a prescription discount card to meet their deductibles. It also highlighted our enhanced ombudsman services through our new vice president for payment and practice, Heather Lopez, that help physicians respond to improper health insurer claim denials, our new peer-to-peer program to help to address physician wellness, and our enhanced communication vehicles that keep you informed of the information you need that will affect the care you provide to your patients. Also this week, Governor Hochul gave her State of the State address to the state legislature, setting forth the framework for her legislative agenda for the new year, including items that may be included in her executive budget to be released in a few weeks. Supplementing her speech was a 275-page booklet highlighting nearly 150 distinct legislative proposals she will pursue this year. Importantly, there are many items highlighted in the State of the State message and briefing book where physicians likely would be supportive, such as increasing rates for childhood vaccine administration, enhancing New York's essential plan through increased provider reimbursement, reducing enrollee cost-sharing responsibility, and requiring health insurers to spend more on care delivery, increasing Medicaid reimbursement for primary care and reproductive health care providers, creating a medical guarantee fund to cover claims in the event of a health insurance solvency, increasing taxes on cigarettes by $1 a pack, and prohibiting all flavored tobacco products, and a new $1 billion investment for New York's mental health care infrastructure, including adding 1,000 beds for psychiatric hospitals and expanded health insurance coverage for mental health services, including for school-aged children. However, there were also a handful of items that were laid out in the State of State booklet, which are very concerning for patient care in New York. These include expanding the scope of practice of various health care practitioners 
based on previous executive orders, which likely means she's going to pursue expanding the scope for physician assistants and nurse anesthetists, and other provisions that have been presented before where some physicians have expressed concerns, which include joining the Interstate Medical Licensure Compact. In a statement praising the positive items in the governor's message, MISNI President Dr. Parag Mehta also urged Governor Hochul and the state legislature to address healthcare shortages by taking efforts to make New York a more welcoming environment for physicians to remain or relocate to, given that New York is already regularly ranked at the bottom of states to deliver patient care, attributable in significant part to lack of competitive compensation, excessive regulation, and excessive litigation risk and costs. Turning to upcoming CME events, please put on your calendar this Tuesday, January 17th at 7.30 a.m. for the next Veterans Matters program, The Impact of Military Sexual Trauma on Veterans, with faculty Dr. Janine Fogarty and Dr. and Colonel Melaine Ingram. Please also put on your calendar Wednesday, January 25th at 7.30 a.m. for the next Medical Matters program on the future of COVID and long COVID with faculty Dr. Bill Valenti, who is chair of the MISNI Infectious Disease Committee, and past MISNI president, Dr. Bonnie Litvak. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your commitment to MISNI and your county medical society. We will speak again next week.